Hey there, do you enjoy two friends ranting about things they love? Well do I have a podcast for you. Topical Rants is a podcast about two guys who rant about anime, pop culture, or whatever else pop up in their minds. Topical Rants, found everywhere you get your podcasts. One more thing to go over before we start the episode. We have a Discord. So, if you would like to discuss with us about the backrooms or send funny memes, consider joining. We hope to see you there. Now let's get into the episode. Hello everyone, and welcome back to the Traveler's Guide to the Backrooms where we try to go over and explain the lore of the many levels and entities within. My name is Sharp A3, an MEG AI processing system, and today, we'll be going over one of the brightest places within the backrooms. So, I hope photophobia isn't a problem for you because today, we'll be no clipping into the whiteout. Basic Descriptions The whiteout is an enigmatic level within the backrooms. It has a survival difficulty class of zero, that being safe, secured, and devoid of entities. Though it's classified as being devoid of entities, that classification only really counts toward hostile entities. There is an entity that exists within the level, but we'll go over more on him in a later segment of the episode. The whiteout is one of the safest levels within the backrooms and is used as a haven for many wanderers. Now with a basic rundown out of the way, let's go over what to expect within this level. Appearances the whiteout takes the appearance of a home in the process of renovations. With ladders, scaffolding, and other various equipment laying about. The first thing you'll notice when entering this level is the overwhelming amount of light that swallows the level. These lights originate from the countless windows that can be found throughout the level. It should be noted that these windows are completely safe to interact with. After adjusting to the overwhelming light, you are met with a sight not too different from level 13. Every item native to the whiteout is white in color, giving the level a very eye-damaging look when taking the light into account. So, with the level being pretty much infinite in size, everything being white, and the large amount of light that bathes the level, it's pretty easy to get lost. And if those factors aren't enough to deal with, the door you use to enter the level has a chance of disappearing after a while, making it more likely for wanderers to get lost within this level. While within the whiteout wanderers' rate of hunger, thirst, rest, and aging will begin to return to their front room processes. Meaning, that if you've gone a prolonged period without eating due to a level making the process of hunger much slower, being within this level will slowly adjust your hunger stage back to normal. Making wanderers in some cases go from being perfectly fine to dying of hunger or other bodily processes quickly once entering the whiteout. Because of this possibility, we advise all wanderers to eat every once in a while, even if the feeling of hunger is drastically lowered. It's better safe than sorry. It should be noted that sleep is rather hard to get for those new to the level. But after some time getting used to the light of the level, it shouldn't be too much of a problem. Just be sure not to go too long without sleep here. Scavenge and Supplies If you're looking for renovation equipment such as ladders and whatnot, then the whiteout is just the place you're looking for. Other than that, it's not really worth coming here for loot. It's also unknown whether care packs can be found here or not, with records on the matter being unknown. Entities As stated earlier, 
the whiteout is technically devoid of entities, but that should be taken with a grain of salt. There is one entity that is native to the whiteout, but due to its non-hostile behavior towards wanderers, it's not taken into account for the level's classifications. But for all intents and purposes, the white is devoid of hostile entities. Now, with that clarification out of the way, let's get into the being here known as the Maker. Depictions of this entity describe him as a male humanoid. Going off a speculated photo of the Maker, it shows him as a man of Caucasian decent, middle-aged, and of average build. It should be stated again that this photo of the Maker is highly speculated. It's unknown if this is what he truly looks like or if he's able to change his appearance. He's always seen wearing a white suit, matching the theme of the whiteout quite well. A weird property he possesses is that, though he's also known to talk with wanderers from time to time, no one can seem to remember what his face looks like. Even photos and videos taken of him have his face blurred or censored out of them. It's unknown if the maker is consciously causing this effect or not, but whatever the case may be, we won't be knowing what he looks like for quite some time. With that, we should go over some of his abilities. For starters, he is capable of clipping through objects or other obstacles at will. Making attacking him a much harder endeavor. Luckily he hasn't been seen being hostile, so you'll never have to worry about that. He also has been seen outright disappearing out of nowhere. This ability is most likely teleportation, due to sightings of the Maker being seen outside of the whiteout. His disappearing can just be him teleporting into another area of the backrooms. If this is the case, this makes the Maker a very powerful entity. Not many beings within the backrooms are powerful enough to teleport freely through the backrooms, and with little effort on his part no less. Though not as impressive, this ability could be a form of invisibility for him. This can be even more evident due to the next ability we'll go over. The fact that the Maker is able to manipulate the whiteout in any way he sees fit. This ability also displays the sheer power of the Maker. The fact a single entity can influence a level that is infinite in size puts him up there with the likes of Jerry himself. It's unknown how far his influence on the whiteout goes, with many believing there isn't a limit. It's also unknown if he's able to show such manipulation of reality outside the whiteout, but it's safe to say, a solid maybe. So, earlier I made a comment on how dealing damage to the maker would be pretty hard to do. Well, scratch that, because he also has not been seen taking damage from any weaponry currently available through the backrooms. So yeah, if it hasn't been stated yet, the maker is a pretty powerful entity. Something to state before we continue. Though weaponry available to wanderers isn't effective when dealing with the maker, weapons such as Argos's spear might be able to do the trick. A battle between these two entities is certainly food for thought. Before we close out this section, there is a very brief audio interview with the Maker that's been captured, that's also seen as the only confirmed interview anyone has been able to get with him. It was captured by an MEG certified explorer, who managed to capture it after noticing the Maker watching his team sleep from a distance. Though the recording device used is in a state of malfunction, it was able to capture the brief exchange between the two. The explorer asked the Maker what are you? Mostly out of shock, fear, and curiosity. The Maker responds casually with, whatever you think I could be. He is then noted to have faded out of existence by the explorer, which is an ability he is that we went over earlier. But what exactly does he mean by whatever you think I could be? Is his perception based on the wanderer's views of a supreme being? Such as the depiction of God in the front room's movie known as Bruce Almighty? It's hard to say. But one thing can be said. The Maker is easily one of the most powerful entities we've gone over so far. 
We should count ourselves lucky he's quite the gentleman. Settlements and Outpost Though many small communities take up residence within the whiteout, this being due to the relative safety of the level, no major community or outpost exists here. Though this isn't really about outpost, we would be doing a disservice not to mention this important factor of this level. The whiteout is commonly used as a meeting area and more or less neutral territory for the major factions. It's unknown the matter of most of these meetings due to my program's authorization level, but it can be theorized that these meetings can get backrooms changing in their importance. Makes you wonder what they're about. Ins and outs. Entering and exiting the whiteout is pretty straightforward. You enter through one of the many doors in level negative one and you exit through one of those same doors within the whiteout. Do note that when entering the whiteout, there is a good chance the door you use to enter the level may disappear. You shouldn't be too concerned about this, due to the many other doors that can be found and used to re-enter level negative one. Very simple compared to the ins and outs of other levels. Closing words. So that was the whiteout of the backrooms. What do you guys think about the maker? What do you think the major factions talk about during their unofficial meetings here? We'll love to know what you think. That's going to be all from us today, so thanks for listening and we hope to see you guys in the next episode. Until next time, have a wonderful day and be safe out there. I would like to say a very special thank you to our patrons, Rick Diculus, Izzy Klein, Caleb Hills, Zephyr the Cast Iron Crow, Vel Mexoro, Nathan Gear, Anakin Bumgardner, Sushi Penguini, Cullen Shaughnessy, Stephen Conger, my friends call me PK, Jeff Nordley, and Slim Steven. Thank you all for going that extra step to support us and what we do. It's greatly appreciated. If you would also like to get your name shouted out at the end of the episode, get access to episodes earlier, and other perks, go become a patron on our Patreon. For $1 a month, you can do those things and more. Thanks again for listening, and have a wonderful day.